G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Look, sometimes bad things do happen to good people. It's one thing when we bring them upon ourselves, which we do sometimes. But when those things are completely outside our control, when life simply isn't fair, man, that is really tough. Then what do you do? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take a look at those difficult times, times that may well come our way again this year from a different perspective. You have a plan. I mean... A plan for your life goes something like this. Have a well-adjusted childhood, grow up, fall in love with the perfect mate, get married, have 2.4 children, be a fantastic parent, have a great career, balance work, family, enjoyment, and then watch the kids grow up, fall in love with the perfect mate, do it all over again. Somewhere in our hearts, we each have a perfect plan for our lives. But for most of us, let me even say for each one of us, some bad things happen along the way that we never planned. Sometimes it's our own fault and we look back and we see the consequences of bad choices and we regret those. But you can almost live with that. Sometimes, though, it's completely out of our control. It's not my fault. It's not fair. Now, that's tough. Yesterday, I spoke about some really good people who had things going on in their lives. There was a couple who had been really blessed and not that long ago one of their sons committed suicide. Another couple who have been in ministry for years and they're just wonderful people. He has a sickness where he has no saliva in his mouth and always has a dry mouth. And the wife has a sleep disorder. And a friend of mine who has done so many good things for me and, and for a whole bunch of other people who a few years back had a really major bout of depression for a year or so. The list goes on. What about your life? What losses or or tragedies or hurts or stresses or or loneliness or... We all have those things in our lives. Interestingly, I was listening to a a young doctor, an Indian man, who was working as a locum where I used to live. And the area where I used to live had some very big houses and a lot of wealthy people, views of the water, just it was a beautiful area. And he was speaking at our church and he said, you know, I go into these houses and almost everything Every house I go to, he said, there is hurt and there is pain. There's alcohol abuse or or drug abuse or or divorce or, you know, he said, it really amazes me. He said, I come from such a poor place myself where I used to live in India. And I come to this really wealthy country and really wealthy suburb and I see all this hurt and all this pain. And on the outside, when you drive past the houses, everything looks beautiful. He said, but I know that when I go in through the front door and I meet these people, I'm going to find hurt nine times out of ten. I thought that was a really interesting comment. Sometimes adversity and hurt and pain come and it's just not our fault. I was in India just recently and visiting one of our ministries there, a school for kids who otherwise wouldn't get an education. 
And some of the children in the school are Dalits. That means they come from the lowest class. We might know that class as the untouchable. And those children would never have the opportunity of an education except for what our Indian ministry there does. In India, English is the language of opportunity. Tertiary education mostly is in English. So if you don't learn English when you're young, the chances are you will never have the opportunity of an education like that. Now you think about those kids. I mean, I remember their faces. These boys, they're such beautiful kids, such lovely children. And through no fault of their own, millions and millions of these children right across India will never have opportunity. It's not their fault. And so when something happens to us that's not our fault, that's completely outside our control, we say, well, why me? What did I do to deserve that? It's not fair. When bad things like that happen, grieving is natural. It's natural for us over the coming weeks and months to go through a process of grieving. But sometimes people go on and wallow in self-pity and blame the world. They worry about things out there. I read a book once called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, written by a man called Stephen Covey. It's a very good book. And he had a diagram in there that he, he wrote about, which was like three concentric circles. And he said, life is like these three concentric circles. The inside circle is the stuff that you have under your control, the things that you can directly control in your life. He said, the next circle a little bit further out is the circle of influence. He said, they're the things that you can influence, but not directly control. I can influence my wife and my children, but I can't control them. In fact, I believe that's one of the big mistakes a lot of men make. They think that it's their job to control their family, rather to love them and influence them. So you understand what influence is about. And he said, then there's this big circle right on the outside, he said, which is the area outside your control or influence. There's stuff out there that you can do absolutely nothing about. For instance, a company reorganises and people get retrenched. You or I are one of the people that gets retrenched. There's nothing we can do about that. There's nothing we could have done to avoid it. It was completely outside our control. The past is out there. There's nothing that you and I can do to change the past. The past is the past. That's what it is. It is outside our control. Yet, when bad things happen to good people, most people spend their time worrying about the things that are outside their control. Let me give you a tip. If it's out of our control... Worrying about it, blaming it, shouting at it, complaining about it, round and round, day after day, week after week, year after year, it's not going to make it better. Trust me, it's not. In fact, which one of us, by worrying, can add a single hour to our lives? So what's the good of worrying about the rest? Let's get a revelation here. The stuff that's out of our control is out of our control. And when we're in trouble, the place we need to focus is the stuff that's within our control or within our influence. Yesterday, I shared with you one thing that Jesus said. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation. That's part one of what he said. Now, today, let me give you part two. He said, but don't worry, because I've overcome the world. What did he mean by that? I mean, just after he said this, he was crucified brutally. How did he overcome the world? Well, when he was crucified, 
He paid the price for all the things that we've ever done wrong. All the consequences of everything that you and I have ever done wrong and will ever do wrong are on Jesus, on the cross. He paid for them. So we can stop blaming ourselves. Stop worrying about the past. Jesus came to set us free from the past, to set us free from our failures, to set us free from our own selfishness. But will we accept that? Whether you're someone who's never accepted Jesus as their saviour and the forgiveness that comes with that, or whether you've been believing in Jesus for years, but never in your heart accepted his gift of freedom and forgiveness, I would encourage you today, in your heart, to accept and experience the forgiveness and the freedom that Jesus gives us through the cross. That's the first part of overcoming. But then he rose again. When he died, he paid the price. When he came back to life through the resurrection, he gave us hope. Hope of an eternal life. A hope that starts here and now and goes on forever. today, I was just wondering if I could ask for your input, a bit of help if you will, to guide me along the way. As you might imagine, we receive a lot of feedback to a different perspective from right around the world. And one of the most common things people say is, I wish you could teach more about subject X or whatever. So that got me to thinking, wouldn't it be great if we could be a bit more deliberate about that? Wouldn't it be great if I could get your input on the teaching topics that would really speak into your life? So could I ask you, when you have a moment, to head across to teachingtopics.org to have your say. It'll only take you a couple of minutes, and who knows how many other people right across the globe might be blessed by your God-inspired ideas. That web address again is teachingtopics.org. Just a few minutes of your time could have a powerful impact that ripples out into countless places that we can't even begin to imagine. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.